Gentlemen, thank you much so much for your time. I know you're extremely busy. Uh, it's been two years since I previously recorded with Lou. Uh, it was episode 123, which for people who don't know, Lou is a big part of your team. Does a lot of behind the scenes camera right. work and is yeah, I mean he's featured all over the stuff. But right. he, he, you know, he's kind of like the guy who set up this. In, this if you're watching on video, he set up this awesome scene for us with multiple cameras and makes me look a lot better than I do and more yeah. professional than I do. So thank you, Lou. Shout out to Lou for that. But um, I mean, since we we did our podcast two years ago, where I said, look, whenever the boys are ready, like let's set it up because a lot of you know you have a huge following, not just on you know commercially mm-hmm. through TV, but social media, and 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 just I always said to Lou that you guys kind of seem to, I guess, mm-hmm. adopt the social media side of things a lot more than others or people who you're in, aligned with, uh-huh. you know, in the industry, which is really cool to see. Um, but I guess a lot of people, you know, see you doing crazy projects and cars mm. and camper vans and the boat down down the river, which sure. was awesome. Um, you know, and the amount of water that came out of the back of that thing was was pretty <laughs> epic. Uh, the camper was pretty good. I liked you messing with people. Yeah, camper. Oh, that was Where's a lot of that fun. going? Yeah. Um, you know, we'll get into all the other projects and kind of the meaning behind them. But before we do, talk a little bit about, I guess, kind of your. I mean, growing up in Oklahoma, maybe your mm. origin story and like previous life to Asian and farm truck. Go ahead, Asian. So uh, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let farm truck tell his history, but I'm born and raised just a middle-class kid. Went to Putnam City Original, graduated 2000. Um, I went to Northridge Elementary. I went to Cooper Middle School when it was first built. Um, and so typical Oklahoma childhood, nothing, nothing major there. And then I think that your hobbies somewhat become those who you surround yourself with yeah. naturally, right? And so my friends just became attracted to the automotive industry, whether it was a, uh, a hot rod pickup, whether it was uh, Big Chief on the show and his his Pontiac, whether it was uh, a flip in his car, Kamikaze, mm-hmm. um, all these guys from the show I went to high school with, um, I kind of saw them as cool, yeah, right? Yeah. Even though they were my peers, I saw what they were doing as cool because I wasn't doing anything. And that led me into the 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 cruising route 66 and yeah. building a car of my own with my father and meeting a farm truck along the way all in mm-hmm. in oklahoma yeah what's the age gap between you guys about 20 years yeah that's right yeah mm-hmm. somewhere in there yeah. somewhere in there for sure yeah what about you uh well i was born in oklahoma baptist mm-hmm. hospital uh moved to bethany in 1967 i was five years old and uh just I kind of, um, you know, went to Putman City Schools, um, grew up with my brothers, uh, street racing, cruising yeah. on Route 66. Uh, I, you know, we grew up a mile away. Um, so yeah. I'd ride my bicycle down and I'd watch the cars cruise. Um, I was also brought home from the hospital in a 1956 Ford pickup. Uh, it had some dirt track motor in it that my dad picked up and it was loud and rumbled you remember caught on fire <laughs> yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah. that was the moment, that was the moment. yeah uh, but anyway um no one else in my family really uh has gotten into cars uh i say my brothers raced but it was my brother's friends uh-huh. right and uh, i was always fascinated with the horsepower and yeah. uh it just uh, i was just attracted to it for whatever reason uh, I blame it on the ride from the home from the yeah, house. Yeah. You know? um, Are you the youngest of the brothers? I am. Okay. Yeah. So you always looked up to them and their That's friends right. and always yeah. wanted to be with them what they're doing. Yeah. Kind of typical younger brother. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. There was uh, Jack Harned. He had a, 
He had a, tran- a bandit Trans Am. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was Lee Foreman. He had the Mustang, the Fastback Mustang, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, the bullet Steve McQueen type. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, it had the 351 Cleveland in it. Okay. And they were always working on this thing, trying to get it right. Uh, there was another guy named Troy Wheeler that had this awesome motor and he kept pulling it out and putting it in different cars. Yeah. And um, I think my favorite one was like, he had like a, uh, an Impala. Uh, it was an old Chevy Impala that uh, he put it in. And we all thought it was a heavy car, but man, that thing would light them up and go. <laughs> yeah. So much simpler times. That's right. Right. And then uh, when I first met Asian, uh, should I should I let you ask this question? No, you, okay. I mean you're taking the words right, right out of my mouth. This okay. is awesome. You're doing great. It's like so, a train. It's like you've when, done this before. <laughs> when I first met Asian, we were we were cruising Route 66, um, and the thing about him, you know, here's this young kid, you know, uh, but the first thing that struck me, he's listening to the Beach Boys, <laughs> you know. No and judgment, I'm like, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this kid has. And music and hot rod education. Yeah. You know, uh, I thought he was immediately the coolest young guy I'd ever met because <laughs> he was playing, blaring it, the Beach Boys, you know. <laughs> What's cooler than that? Yeah. You know? um, I think that's the purpose of it all, right? We're probably, I was always the least cool kid in my school, and mm-hmm. we're all trying to seek that talent or that car or that the way to dress to make yourself feel cool yeah. right and yeah. music makes you feel cool right and depending on where you heard it first really makes you feel cool right. and the car that you're in if it's yours it doesn't even have to be yours you can borrow it it makes yeah. you feel cool right I, I think that we all s- s- stay at a fundamental uncool in our daily lives yeah right and we seek and reach for those things that make us feel just a little just heightened that experience right. and as a kid nothing heightened it more for me than riding in a hot rod and listening to oldies, man. Yeah. Um, and that just comes from your raise, right? Uh, d- dad, you know, listening to oldies, his friends listen to oldies and yeah. working on co- It's just a part of the, uh, the, I don't know, the makeup of the DNA of growing well, up. music's so personal too, isn't it? And yeah. then you tie it to cars and yours bring sure. back all the memories of where you heard right. that song, who you were driving right. with. anchored in. Yeah, it's pretty special moments for mm-hmm. sure. And I'm, all be- I'm sure we've all got those memories of driving somewhere with friends, family, dads, granddads, whoever. And right. that first moment is, is pretty... I mean, it's etched into your mind, and it's it? it's uh it's it's personal, very personal, right? And that's yeah. what it is. And when you find someone else that connects with that personal emotion mm-hmm. or attachment you have, yeah. you're just like, whoa, we need to talk, right? Like right. we need to have a conversation about what we like here, right? And then you just become friends. Yeah, yeah. your your old friends and even music hold your history, mm-hmm. you know. And when you hear that song, you know. Um, whenever I hear the Beach Boys, uh, you know, I grew up listening to the Beach Boys, but it, it always reminds me of Asian, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and his little Chevy 2, red Chevy 2. Yeah, that's know? right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, your friends and the music hold your history. Yeah. It does. So this was obviously, I mean, long before you guys made a career out of, you know, doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 now well, that was a mistake. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't mean to do yeah, that. We didn't, yeah. we didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> but we what, did. what, like, I mean, what, what was, I mean, what were you doing at that time? Like, were you going to school? Did you graduate? Were you, you know, were you, what mm-hmm. were you working at? Like, obviously, cars is a passion and love on the side that, you know, any spare money that we have is probably going into our car somehow. Sure. What was the, you know, I mean, the, the, the day job at the, that point? 
Uh, I was actually with, uh, I was I was trying to go towards a graphic design degree of some okay. sort. I was going to a technical institute, Metrotech, here uh, off of yeah, South yeah, Bryan. Yeah. I was actually going with Lou at yeah. the time, so we were we were students in the same class. Um, and How my, fortunate of you too. I know, right? It's <laughs> serendipitous, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it was... It, my, I still do that, right? Like it was right. still a goal to. I wanted to be a magazine editor. I wanted to work in the automotive. I wanted to work for Hot Rod Magazine, right? I had all these, I don't know, yeah, these yeah, California yeah. dreams, right? And graphic design was going to take me there. Mm-hmm. And you get good enough something. It doesn't mean that you love it, but it means that I'm, I'm kind of married to this. I got good enough right. at it, and um, and so it, it brought me further along. And I started using that talent to. Uh, give street racers T-shirts, uh-huh. right? Design websites, uh, make stickers. We had a yeah. we had a sign shop, so I was able to contribute to our very small car culture with my talents, and uh-huh. that and that kind of carried me for a, yeah. for a while there. So that's how that was your that's like my your thing. plan to get was, into the car world so was being being the sign guy, the graphic yeah. designer, bring bringing because all industries need that. Sure, and so that was my that was my you know. Uh, If you're going to come to class and you don't know how the homework, bring pizza, right? I was bringing stickers. I was bringing T-shirts. I was saying, hey, I made this stuff. And they would appreciate it at the time. Yeah, yeah, That explains a lot of what you do now. Yeah. Right? Like with all the merch and all the cool collaborations and and graphic stuff. It all just kind of flowed right into it. It really did. What about you? Uh, Well, I was always interested in building things and banging on things with hammers and turning screws and wrenches and... um, you know, from when I was in diapers before I could talk, mm-hmm. I was always interested in what my father was doing, you know, and he'd have me standing on the piece of plywood to hold it down yeah. while he cut it. <laughs> and I just thought, man, this guy, he's doing cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so I grew up uh, as a contractor, uh, you know, laid brick uh, as a carpenter for a while, um, uh, did wood floors, set tile. Um, hung sheetrock, you name it. I call myself a house mechanic. Okay. Um, you know, roofing, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. plumbing. I have a leak in my shower right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's driving me right nuts. after this. Right? Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a, a little drip right now. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah. So you just kind of grew up like always good with your hands, and then kind of just wanted to do stuff like that. Never thought about you know office job was like the the death of humankind. Well, the thing is, I guess is my my dad he never called anybody for anything uh-huh. like the repair man yeah he was the repair man uh-huh. he was the mechanic he was the roofer he was yeah. y- you name it Back he, he was man. it that's yeah. right <laughs> not sure. like me and I'm like yeah. i need somebody well, fix you know, i mean yeah. you know whenever he was born uh in the 30s uh, there wasn't anyone to call right you know so you just grew yeah. up doing it all yeah. you know um, and that's the kind of way I was raised. Um, and uh, it, the transition was pretty easy for me to convert over to cars. Right. Um, you know, because, you know, we, we built the farm truck in, in a garage um, uh, and just in our spare time, we built it. And um, just using the geometry that you sure. knew from contracting, right? right? And, yeah. All right, well, we need to cut this right here. Well, it's not wood. You know, it's not brick. It's not tile. It's metal. Okay, I'll cut it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's different tools. Yeah. Uh, basically the same skill set. 
Right. So so that's kind of like the backstory, how you guys meet on, you know, cruising around yeah. and, and you're kind of part of the same scene. Yeah. Fast forward then, when does it come to like you have now joined together and you mm. are this like, I guess, you, the brand or the, right. uh, it's Farm Trek and Asian. Like how does that all come never, around? Yeah, we never really thought about it that way right? until the show really came out, right? We just yeah. were friends. And so the show was coming, so you were involved generally in the scene then and then obviously the show comes. Yeah, we were involved in the scene. Okay. To, to, uh, very, I mean, you take the scene and you scale it. I, yeah, I, I yeah, firmly yeah. believe that nothing has really changed. We we're just an exaggerated version of what we were then. Which is um, great, yeah. Right? Which and, is, that's what the power is, right? That's like the, the golden nugget of I think of so. Content is like we don't want to take away, we don't want to corporate make this corporate. Like, yeah, keep you who you are. We'll just bring more cameras. I think so. I think yeah. that that's what it is. Um, and so we would just, you know, basically we would do, we would just build stupid stuff, or yeah. we'd go out cruising and look for races. We would trick people in the farm truck, make them think it's slow, and yeah, yeah. take a little money here and there. Right? Um, we thought that was normal. We right. really did in our own little world. And the other guys kind of did a version of that, but they were more serious. They were a little more cutthroat, a little bit more gotcha. edgy, a little bit more no. We need sure. To there was a list, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Big Chief started a website. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, if you wanted to be on that list, you got on the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, called some people out. out. Pretty much the same way as what it happens. It's it's a little bit different, but basically the same. Yeah, not much has really changed. So people are like, "Oh, so much is not really." If you if you if they only knew what we started with, they would realize that not really much has changed. He's still the leader. You've just got cameras. We just got cameras, and and the cars are a little different. We're making more power. We wear different clothes. We we are a little more commercial. Yeah, yeah, you have to be right? right. Of course, there's no sustainability in doing things for free. Right, and then people start watching, and they want you to get faster, and cars go, and then budgets, and all the other nonsense comes into it, right? And generally, progression is that you know you you go from, I guess, doing this as a hobby to Mm. you know, wow, we're investing a significant amount of money in our cars and our production because like this is this is a legit thing now, not just you know racing down the road because you just for the love of it yeah and which you, I'm still do that and, and hey people look at that and they're like well why can't you just do that but it's much like this we could just talk to ourselves yeah. but then you, where's you right. you have to come in here mm-hmm. to tell people that we're talking to you and then you have to find a way to pay for this microphone yeah, again yeah. and again and again and mm-hmm. if it breaks you gotta pay for it and so you have to find a way to make a little bit of money yeah. to recoup for the losses that you incur that's life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It begins to just kind of uh, spread out and everybody gets their cut, whether it's greed or not. It's, right. it's, 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 you need to pay for yourself. You need to live. Someone needs to buy lunch. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so I guess the show puts you two together then, right? But you're already building the farm truck at this period. No, like, um, whenever they first approached us, yeah. uh, they wanted to film us racing. Um, we thought they were cops. And we were like... Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you want to film this movie right. before, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You know, nice, nice, nice job. Try. Yeah, but you know, it was Big Chief that set it all up. Yeah, um, they came out with some cameras and they they shot a uh, sizzle reel uh, pilot, uh-huh. um, and um, they um, I guess they interviewed what a dozen of us mm-hmm. and only six people seven people maybe got a contract and Asian and I um, I guess we were good enough talkers yeah uh, I didn't know what to do but I knew he was a good talker and he, in the real world he was the one that always went out and got the races gotcha. you know uh, he always worried me because he's always setting me up with these 
cars with wheelie bars and parachutes. And I'm like, I can't outrun. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> you know? They don't know what's under. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Right. All good. Yeah. yeah, we'd get out there and we'd win. Uh, so um, I knew that it needed to be natural, and we just needed to be who we were. Yeah. Um, he had just moved back from California, and uh, the timing was perfect. Um, and yeah. What were you in California for? I worked for an aftermarket parts company. They make uh, polyurethane bushings. It was okay. a company called Energy Suspension. And uh, I actually got a big education out there, just uh, you know, myself and uh, career-wise, because they took me to the large trade shows. They took me to the SEMAs, the PRIs, right. the National yeah. Parts Warehouses. The, um, and it kind of, I cut my teeth on learning I got into that world thinking, oh, it's all fun. Everybody just makes car parts and works. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like that. The car world is more corporate than it is car, right? right? And so um, I had to learn, and I didn't like that world. I, I learned it, but I didn't yeah. like it. And I thought, man, I, I, I need to go back to Oklahoma and do what I really loved. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that that was going to pay dividends in my future, right? I didn't know right. the education I got out there as a struggle would 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 uh lend itself to what we're doing now and yeah. it, it actually uh lended itself exactly to what we needed that's to do. right it was weird how that's well right. it fit. we were able to hit the ground running yeah yeah because of what i knew um right but i didn't want to know it right yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah probably to just your environment and the places that you're at but it sounds like i mean like most Oklahomans, you tried as hard to get out of here I as did. fast as possible, I, I right? I and really then you get did. pulled back. Uh, yeah, that's right? exactly what happened, yeah. Which is, I mean, there's plenty of stories of people in all industries who've done that, and even if it's family or whatever has brought them back, you did come back. And Yeah, I think it's important to know, you know, I think your ego would get in the way of not coming back. Right. Right, like, oh, I got, I got something to prove. Yeah. I've got to prove to the people in California. i got something to prove to my friends that I made it. But I had this just feeling on the inside that that tug at me, and mm -hmm. I was like, I need to go home as fast as possible. Yeah. And I did. I packed. I sold everything before I left to California. I sold everything after I left California. I came back with nothing. Yeah. He gave me my first job coming back. He's like, Agent, if you need a job, you yeah. lay floors, and did that for about a month and quit. I'm not doing this. This sucks. Like, <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> that was man's work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, he hustled. He did a great job. Yeah. Just. Just hand me that, tools. Was just, that was just <laughs> something to keep Medium him busy the same thing. until something else came along. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. he helped me out. But yeah, yeah then, then you know, hey, about what, a year off. later, a year or so, two years, whatever. Uh, I don't know. It, dude, it seemed like a couple of months. I know, right? But it was probably a year maybe. Yeah. yeah. They, they called and they were like, hey, we're interested. You know, complete random. We right, of course. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, 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 Move on with our lives. Um, but yeah, they called and said, hey, we're going to do this thing. Okay, well, yeah, whatever. Click seven yeah. months later. Discovery bought it, guys. Right. We're going to film. It's going to be um, eight weeks, eight episodes. Yeah. And we're like, whatever. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, Still don't think this is going to happen. One of the hardest right. things we've ever done, um, trying to cram all of our personality into eight weeks. Right. right all the while watching, learning how they do it. Yeah. Um, so February 1st, uh, just past February of, uh, of 22, marked our 10th year. God's crazy. Of doing yeah. Street Outlaws. It's gone so fast. Yeah, so that was our first day to film. Yeah. So we're on our 10th year. When you get there on that first day and you've got, you know, producers and cameras and people miking you up and lights everywhere, like what, what's, what's going through your mind? Are you thinking like, are you still waiting for someone to pinch you to say Pure like, fear. you know, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. it was kind of weird. What do we say? What do we do? Yeah. You know, we were nervous. Um, and then, you know, what calmed us down is, you know, we just said, look, man, we're not actors. We only know how to be us. Uh -huh. We're going to be us. And if people don't like us, we just 
we'll go back to doing what we did before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll give this a shot. We'll give it everything we got. Uh-huh. And, uh, and here we are. Yeah, yeah, but it was a bit of a fantasy world for the first two seasons. It was. It, it was um, a lot of changes were happening to everybody. A lot of temporary changes, right? When people right. say, oh, this guy changed. If he really did change, it's very temporary. Yeah. He's going to go yeah. back to who he was, right? You can't sustain something that isn't you. Yeah. So, you know, we, we tried to find ourselves. We tried to, you know, hey, why aren't our friends supporting us? Why right. are we losing friends? Why we All of this was a whirlwind of trying to understand why it was happening. And so it happened way too fast. It did happen yeah. way too fast. It did. And we, hey, we made mistakes, man. Mistakes were made. Sure, we and, did. And uh, we have, I have regrets. So you're like, you take it. I take some stuff back. Right. Like, well, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like I would. Um, yeah. And, um, I think everybody does. And, hey, we're at a place now where I'm glad we went through that. Um, yeah. But it's I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Right. <laughs> it, something can be too amazing. Mm-hmm. Something can be too amazing and it, may, and, it, and it will trick you. Right. It's a trap. Right. Don't lose yourself in the amazingness of what you're what you see around you, because uh, that's what they want. Yeah. yeah it makes good. Right. It makes right? good TV. It doesn't makes it? Great I mean, if you have a mental breakdown on TV, they, they don't. I mean, OK, yeah. he's having a mental breakdown, but this yeah. is great TV. It's yeah. great TV. Yeah, Are right. you OK? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. And I don't blame Film him for <laughs> getting yeah. it right. Yeah, like, right. So uh, but it was it was an absolute about a year and a half, two years of amazing. Yeah. And we didn't know how to handle that. When did it get to the point where like. I mean, it's been 10 years. What point did it get to that you quit your day job and were like, you know, like, we do this now? Like, when did it become a point where, I guess, you quit the day job and then went all into building project cars, branding, like, all of that, right? Um, Well, I quit my day job... February first. That sign up, Jack. Okay, we're good. Bottom Rolls Royce. What do you want me to do? You know, I just yeah. thought, you know, it was that big of a check then, obviously. No, it was a big. No, <laughs> yeah. no, it was, it no was not. Yeah, yeah. Um, or oh, you made no money contracting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just know me, yeah. and I can't half do anything. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to do it, yeah, it's going to be all out, and I'm going to give it everything I got. Yeah. Um, and I knew that, hey, you know, maybe I could turn this into something, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I quit my job and went all out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Agent hung on for a while. His yeah. job. Yeah. So going back, there was no money, right? And so yeah. I am I am frugal to the core, right? And so I'm like, heck no, I'm not quitting my – that's the dumbest thing I'm going to ever do. Yeah. And so right. I tried to hold on. There was That was another mistake that was made, <laughs> yeah. right? It really yeah. was. I should have let go earlier, um, but I held on through my frugality, through my sure. responsibility to the guy that I was helping at the time build a website. And it's a local company, Cruiser Corps. They do Land Cruisers. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to help him out. Really loved my job. Really, he really took care of me. Like, why would I lose this for this temporary thing? Right. And I ended up making him mad, right? Like, because I'd come in late after filming. And, you know, what are you doing, kid? You're coming in yeah. late bragging about filming and you're showing up late. It's, I ruined that. And uh, he ultimately came in and said, hey, you're going to quit or I'm going to fire you. Yeah. He like, gave you the option. Yeah, he really did. And he goes, I love <laughs> he you. He knew where it was going. He knew. Yeah. And he goes, I want you to do you. He says, but you're going to have to quit or I'm going to. And I was like, okay. But also, he was killing himself. You Working know, two hours. Filming yeah. all hours of the night. Right. Catching yeah. two hours sleep and then showing up for work. Yeah. yeah. You know. And, there nobody any good. You know. Right. right. Uh, his boss knew it and uh, his boss cared. Yeah. You know, cared enough to fire him. <laughs> this, yeah. This is going to suck right now. This is the best thing. Yeah. yeah the best thing. I love you. Yeah, yeah. This is for you. If you stop doing that thing, you can always yeah. come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that's, that's when, when I quit. 
I that's when I went hard on the branding. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'm no longer doing it for this. If I'm not doing that, what am I doing when we're not filming? And I was like, I right. need to do what I'm doing. And yeah. I just that's when I went hard on the branding, tried to help out mm-hmm. the other guys, uh, pushed hard on our merch uh, website, yeah. things of that nature. So that came from just you wanting to get into it rather than like whoever the was it Discovery yeah. so Discovery didn't say to you no, guys we care. want you to go build a brand nope. get your Instagram social media like nope. that was oh, all like no, self like, no, that no, was no, all no, you no. not at the time looking they, at it from the outside looking back now you'd think they'd want you to just generate more buzz right you think but I guess did. 10 years ago I mean it was still early on with they didn't have media. the manpower to really teach yeah. us that yet Right, yeah. they didn't have their own maybe social media department as sure. ten years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's a short time, but a long time for social but, media. Yeah. Um, and they didn't really have that ready yet. Twitter was it. Right. Like, Twitter was the biggest thing at the time. Facebook was was rolling, but it wasn't an advertising, you yeah, know, yeah. megalodon it is now. Right. Because I mean, right now I think I checked this morning, you guys are at three point four million yeah, it's followers. Awesome. I think was it or likes or page followers on, yeah, on, crazy. on Facebook. Yeah. Which, in the, you know, when, when you put that, I always think when people have huge followings, like you put that into people, right? And you put them in a stadium and think, that's a, that's a lot of people. It's Oklahoma, right? right? It's we Oklahoma, got, yeah, yeah, yeah like, right. Exactly. Um, like, you know, it, across the world. And at the you know? time, it was actually really easy. Facebook was the TikTok. So yes, you could create content the, yeah. and brrr, yeah, you're use, racking yeah. them up. Now mm-hmm. it's very difficult, right? Yeah. But at the time, that was the new TikTok. And it was really easy to gain followers if you had content. Right. But you mentioned there that you, you didn't just do it for you guys. You did it for everybody. I tried. I tried. I tried. Or yeah. at least, you know, because a lot of these guys, you know, they, Some of them did they, a good job. Well, you know? But they they don't – social media is just like, eh, whatever, at that time, yeah, right? They, sure. They go, why, why do I we want to do that? we got a television show, guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> and it's not – you know, they don't think of – they probably – they're not like you. They didn't grow up in branding or wanting – That's right. You know, like they, so they were just normal guys who just loved to race. That's right. Right? The last thing they thought about was – we need more people following yeah, us, right. right, or brand. Yeah. Because right? the just love of racing. For me, one phone was wasn't enough. Needed. It wasn't enough. We needed to be <laughs> everywhere, right? right? We needed to be able to connect more people. Yeah. You know, one thing that we stuck to is um, uh, if you want to be successful at whatever you're doing, you need to wish success and help other people yeah. be successful. Mm-hmm. In return, they will help you. Yeah. You know, and that's real success. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's success that will last you a long, long lifetime. Yeah. Um, and that's something uh, that we always wanted to do. We want, always wanted to help all the other street outlaws. Mm-hmm. And some of them did a great job by yeah. themselves. They didn't need sure. our help, you yeah. know. And But others I saw that they, they just were oblivious to it. And right. so we just tried to maybe educate them or help them with their shirts, yeah. you know, design. I don't know. Others are still oblivious to it. <laughs> yeah. They, they just, or they don't care. Right. right? They it's just not positive. But it's like so important. Business right? model. That's right. Yeah. And I compare it to high school where – the popular kids were the ones that did the most talking or doing. You had to be an athlete right. or be in a drama or, uh-huh. or, or be you know a cheerleader or football. Yeah. You had to have a voice, and if you didn't, you were you were not known, yeah. right? And same goes for the world, right? And television and our list is the same. You can look at the the top characters, and the top characters are the ones that use their voice, right? Whether they're winning or they're talking, yeah. And that's most important in this world. One is look exactly what you just said. Is looking at it like characters in a show, you right? That, yeah. You have to do. You have to have elevate to. yourself on there because just I mean, if we were here talking and coming across like it's extras. not. You're right. Like it's, and that's probably something you had to learn. That's not something that you just generally did every day, right? right. I mean, you don't grow up being, you know, working laying tile with a, you know, acting as somebody right. else. Like you, right. especially when you, you know, when you, when people listening the first time they put themselves on video and they're like, yeah, I thought I was really like animated, and then they watch it again and like, 
wow, that sucked. It always sucks. Right? Yeah, you know, always sucks. you've got to go through that. You've got to go through all of it. It's conscious. Like, yeah, that's right. It's difficult. It. It's yeah. cringy. Difficult to watch yourself or hear yourself. Definitely. You know? But yeah. it wears off quick, and you get used to it. Yeah. You yeah, learn that that's just who you are, mm-hmm. and that's what the world has been seeing for the, since you've been alive. Right. And get used to that yeah. um, because it doesn't matter. People can connect to your voice, the way you talk, your mannerisms. Who knows what people like, yeah. right? But they'll listen to you tell the same story as some other guy, but they like the way that you do it. Right. Just the way it is. People tell me that because I have an accent. I don't believe it. Though. It's going to be, you're going to do well, man. <laughs> I'm trying my best. We're glad we're not competing with yeah. you. <laughs> you didn't have an accent until you came here. Yeah, you're right. exactly. No, you're right. Totally right. And I don't, when I go home, I get so much crap from my you're friends from when Texas. I go home because they're just like, you sound like such an American. Yeah. <laughs> you're what actually are you talking about? West Virginia. Yeah. 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 Like, so 10 years, going all of the things that have happened in 10 years, we're not going to go through all of them, but there obviously been some significant moments. Sure. Um, and people have come and gone and just the amount of friends you have through this and the mm-hmm. cars that have been, you know, raced, ruined, whatever the story, like there's so many great, you know, moments of, you know, if you look back at your like catalog sure. of moments, right? I'm sure Lou's got plenty of clips of the great times. And, you know, maybe there is a, a, a greatest hits moment out there in <laughs> the last maybe, 10 maybe, years. Yeah. Um, but conscious of branding when did you guys i guess really start to think you know not outside of tv but you know tv is just an avenue instagram social media youtube is just another avenue when did you decide that like we see this happening you know you might be a little kind of on tv they cut a lot of things you know people don't get to see everything and with youtube and facebook you think we can produce a show Mm. that's and just you know, no cuts in it. Yeah. We decide what the content is. That was recent. Kind of was that recent, yeah, right? Because YouTube recent. for you guys was what in the last year, or two years. Yeah, we've sprinkled in it. Yeah, no, knowing again, it's just the social media that's important, right? right. But yeah, not yeah. knowing the dedication needed, required to make it successful. Yeah. Um, that was kind of recent. I'd say within the past two and a half years, we really started. Really go, you go know, me and it. me and Farm are are loyal to a fault. Yeah. And we see, we commit to something. Sure. If it's a company, if it's a business, we commit. And mm-hmm. um, at a certain point, uh, we realize there's a lot of dead time. Yeah, and and yeah. The, the, they can't be as committed as we are. And mm-hmm. so we're waiting to do a show. We're like, let's do the show. So where's the show, guys? And yeah. they got to film other shows. And they're like, well, what's happening to us? Right. And that's at some point we had to pick up our own bags and realize, okay, it's up to us at this point yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. people what we're doing while we're, they're not telling what we're doing. Right. Um, and so, again, no, nothing on them, but they can't film us 24-7. That, that cost a ton of money, yeah. a ton of time, and um, it has to have be specific. So we thought, well, YouTube isn't specific. Mm-hmm. It, it tells a story, but over the course of someone's life, not, not right. a story arc in terms of uh, each day. And so... We we just Lou came on board and 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 we pretty much said hey let's let's stop doing stills mm-hmm. that was a couple of years ago and uh, so let's 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 still do stills but let's focus more on video mm-hmm. um, and we because we started seeing the impact of other people filming us yeah and we're like wait a second if they're doing well we can do well with ourselves so yeah a couple of years ago we decided okay we're gonna we're gonna work on us full time yeah and until they call. We're gonna we're gonna do that right. And a cool thing that me and Lou just chatted before you you know we got we started recording was a cool thing that you do now with you know the shows coming out now and you're releasing behind the scenes episodes on YouTube mm-hmm. that are following like hey this is this is what happened in the show but this is all the stuff that it takes to get to yeah the really cool value you know there's there's value sure. in it right no, I think so yeah you know and everyone wants to know what we what they missed right yeah because otherwise sure. the show would be 24 hours long that's right it know, would like, yeah it, it they're trying to shove three three months into 40 minutes yeah right 42 minutes or so and it's impossible and you're always mm-hmm. going to miss something 
Yeah. What about, I mean, like, in ten, I mean, 10 years is a lot, but in a grand scheme of things, it's not a lot of time. Like, how your lives have changed and the things that you do now. And, you know, 10 years ago, you probably never thought you'd have a farm mm-hmm. boat going down the, yeah. the river, you know, in front of downtown or whatever. And, like, you know, the gonorrhea, like, there's, there's plenty of stories in that. And mm-hmm. for you, like, guys, I mean, what, what are some of the projects that, like, I mean... Is there going to be a museum one day of like a warehouse that's just like <laughs> these are all our project cars, right? Like, like, Leno's big dog garage. Yeah, or something. yeah, just like no. you know, like because there's no. ten years, like there's there's at least ten cars there, surely. Right. Yeah, I'm a collector of junk. Yeah. Um, but I like to turn that junk into art mm-hmm. um, that goes fast. It yeah. sounds great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, that is my goal um, in the whole deal. Uh, is to have a museum and a place uh, where the fans can come. Yeah, uh, I'd like to have it on Route 66. I think that it would be good for Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, that's the end goal. But the problem is, is we don't have any money. Because all the money goes into the cars. That's right. Does, but yeah, we've yeah. never let that stop us. Right. You know, uh, we really didn't have any money whenever we built the farm truck and we just did the best we could with what we had. Uh-huh. And uh, we um, we still have that goal to have a museum. Yeah. And um, uh, I think it, it'll happen. Right. Yeah, there's a bridge here that's missing, right? Right. And it's lined with money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, like, well, so, that's right. And that's a guy with the, yeah. a money bridge. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> to that point, where does, like, I mean, where does all the funding come from? Like, are you purely self-funded? So, um you know, obviously, we, we get paid for what we do. Yeah. You know, everybody on television, I don't care from your from your weatherman to, sure. uh, you, you know, your YouTube influencer, they're getting paid in some way or in some capacity. Um, we never stopped hustling. We yeah. buy and sell cars, right? Like, so for our lives, we self-fund the majority of that. Yeah. Um, merch sales, right? Help a bunch. The people that support us, that want to support the brand. We've got the firehouse that's open right off of 36th Street. That's uh, that's awesome, right? Yeah. And so we've kept it very Oklahoma, very local. It's a, it's a portion of the tour. Tourism, mm-hmm. Right. That, so if there's a big uh, softball game coming in, they maybe have heard of us and want to come. In. So yeah, there's an yeah. influx there. Uh, but it's also endorsements, just okay. like you were saying, you know, some people support you. Uh-huh. You know, one day maybe you can hope to get, you know, some yeah, mic, a mic yeah, yeah. sponsor or a laptop sponsor. And yeah. for us, it's we've always stuck by the people we originally that originally helped us. Nitrous Express uh-huh. was a, the That's original. Right. right? Gotcha. Never left them. Right. And, and that yeah. that loyalty has paid dividends. Right, where we got now, that's our good credit yes. as a car guy. Yeah. Car guys' credit is only as good as what parts you've used for how many years. Right. And so we've used the same, we've tr- attempted to use the same stuff over. Yeah. And so those endorsements help with the cars. The cars. So they, yeah. they, we buy the car. Right. But they're like, well, how do we fix this? Something yeah. we call up Nitrous Express. What would you say then is kind of like the biggest misconception of what you guys do? That we're rich. That you're loaded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People think that we're. Yeah, have a lot of money. Yeah, and that's what I thought whenever I used to watch reality TV before our show. I thought, man, you know, those American Chopper guys—they must be banking. Yeah, and it's it's furthest from the truth. I love that show. (laughs) Did you? It was a great show. So good. It was a hit. It was a great show. Paved the way for us. Yeah, it did. It told us, you know, that really was. And our producer is the same guy that produced that show. Okay, and. Um, it paved the way for car shows. It yeah, really did. Because yeah. right did. after that was Gas Monkey. Was, was Gas Richard Monkey. Gas Those, Monkey. That's right. Those guys kicked down the door. They did. Yeah. So Orange County was like, okay, you can have a group of guys in a shop, and nobody cares.
cares that they're actually building things. Right. Uh, the, the, it's just the drama, right? Like, and, and, and then, pure drama. Yeah, and yeah. then the icing on the cake is the cool thing they built at the end of the show, right? And so it paved the way. It yeah. showed people, okay, America might like this. And then they experimented in Richard Rawlings. And then, and then they're like, okay, well, they really like Richard Rawlings, how much time he spent mm-hmm. and the camaraderie yeah, inside right. the shop. Then it led into, okay, well, they like competition. And there, yeah. there came Street Outlaws, right? Yeah. Can they compete with these cars and get the same effect? And they did, miraculously. Nobody knew that was coming. Right. right. Yeah. And, and the truth is uh, it's, it's the T-shirt sales that mm-hmm. keep the farm truck and the dung beetle on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, they, it's the fans that keep us going. Yeah, uh, and we know that, and we appreciate them. And and you know, going back to you know how Definitely. we uh, people that want to get into this, the the biggest problem they have is they seek sponsorships before they're doing anything. Gotcha. Right. That's and, yeah. You know, they're like, I need sponsors. What What are you yeah. doing? Right? right. What can you? What story are you telling that they can attach to? And what is unique about that story? And for for us, what we've learned is you have to use this stuff already. You have to mm. buy it. Support them first. Show them that you support them through time and loyalty. Then they will call you inevitably. They will find you. If you're good enough. That's that's a huge part about it too, right? Because you could be out there filming videos on your iPhone and you could not be any good at it. True. Right. And and that's exactly how we got our first sponsor. We were out there doing it. Mm -hmm. Nitrous Express calls us. Mike Woods. Yeah. And uh, it was actually Abney that called us. And uh, he wanted to sponsor us. Yeah. And I'm like... Are you sure you got the right phone number? <laughs> Have you seen my truck? He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we know all about it, and we yeah. love it. And uh, that's the way that it happened. We were out there doing it, yeah. and um, some people wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. And that really helped us along. It, it really us. did. So that's, yeah. that's the big key to, to gaining a fellowship is do it first, take care of them first, help someone first, be a friend first if you yeah. want friends. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, how do I make friends? Be a friend first. And if that's you, don't, right. if you yeah. don't know how to do that, figure that out. Yeah. What do you got to do? Help fix their tire. Help be interested in them first, right. and they will be interested in you. That's yeah. life, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah. But that's what most people get wrong is they think everything should be bought and sold. There should be a trade-off, and there's not. It's yeah. actually you're going to be in a deficit for a long time. And then the payoff will come. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, the dung beetle. Sean helped you with that one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Open a bit. Open misfire. Yeah. 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 He's still got Um, it. Yeah. (laughs) Great dude. (laughs) Uh, Loves Subarus a little too much. He does. but you know that the, was there people? Can I assume there's people involved in everything that you've done? Obviously, not just you guys. Obviously, there's Lou and Ed and. All the other guys are involved, Devin, and just you know, there's a huge team around you. It's not just you guys. Correct. Um, But. Talk to me about like the 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 projects that you've done and why they're just so off the rail bonkers, mm-hmm. right? It's not just like yeah, you haven't put a big engine in a truck. Like, I mean, you put that truck on a boat, and then you did the gone. You know, like there's so why why did you guys see that kind of not risk but just avenue to go down? I mean, because it's just not normal. Well, I think right? that's his mind. That's it. Yeah. Um, where do, I mean, where where do these ideas come from? I wake up a lot in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got my little notepad, and I, what if we I did write this? these things down. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, you know, I've always just kind of the outrageous stuff is what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. You know, 
yeah. we we love that type of stuff. Yeah, it's not so. it's it's not the goal. It's not like oh, this is going to make us more famous, or this is. I actually think that way, right? right. I think from you a got business, the content business brain going. That's right. Okay. And that's so when right. he comes up with an idea, I'm like, yeah. ah, we can do that, but but fans aren't. It's not going to translate well. Right. right. And sometimes we'll do it anyway. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes I'm wrong. Right. But I'd have a general idea of mm-hmm. what the fans like to see. And so when he brings an idea out and wants to do it, I try to add cool wheels. Yeah. yeah I try yeah. to add a cool steer, something they can relate to right. on the vehicle right. that they can be like, oh, that's still, I can do that. Right. So his, he's got this brain that connects yeah. to a, a universal reality. <laughs> right. And then, and then we try to bring it back and, yeah. and then, uh, and then, you know, he's installing a big block and a refrigerator and I'm like, well, what's going on here? It's going to stop. But it's always worked and I've always trusted his vision yeah. um, in terms of uh, where he wants to take. And if he's motivated enough to do it, I'm willing to watch mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. You know, if anybody's don't stop anybody who's motivated to do something. That's one thing I've learned. Right. If Lou gets a harebrained idea to go and uh, yeah. create something, go. Just do it. You never know, man. Never you know. never know. Who am yeah. I, right, to tell yeah. you that that's not going to hit if I've never seen it happen before? There's a lot of like, there's a lot of great lessons in that, right? Just kind of just go do it, you know? Like, and if it sucks, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, But you've got to make that jump first. Lou will get you know? one no out of ten. Yeah. Right? Lou like, hey, can we do it? Yep, go. Yeah. Do it. You know, That's it, a great way. It, it, I'm sure least, he's happy about that, too. I hope. <laughs> I get to, it, but at least you're going to make some... I, I think about break-even, right? Again, I'm, I'm business, so I'm yeah. like, okay, can that? Can we break-even? If we can break-even, it's a yes every single time. Yeah. Right? So if he's got some idea, and I'm like, okay. That's really interesting, because a lot of people think, how do I make money out of this? Yeah, I want right? to break-even. You're just like, no, no, no. This yeah. is what it's going to cost. Let's we we get to break-even, it's worth it. Yeah. I get, we're going to be dead and not broke, right? It's right. Like, yeah, you can't take it with you. Yeah. And then yeah. you can accidentally make money every once in a while. That's right. That's actually the way I've done it. Well, we came out ahead, so yeah. let's go. That's yeah. actually the way I've, I've done it. And yeah. so I just think, okay, can we break even? Go for it. Take the risk. And to me, that's the fun. Because if you're just trying to right. do things to make money, that's fun too. But the risk is what's exciting, yeah. um, as long as you can calculate it. And I guess you probably would make different decisions if you did do this to make money. 100%. Right? 100%. Well, we probably wouldn't be friends. <laughs> there wouldn't be a compromise. That's right. 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 So the compromise is so important in, in his art and me trying to translate yeah. it into a conversation with the fans. Yeah. So it's it's so important. And the T-shirt sales, right? If right. something's so off the wall, if, we wanna, if he wanted to raise emus, right? I'm like, ah, I don't know if our fans <laughs> are going to like that, right? Like they like cars, right? And so it has to be relatable yeah. um, or we're switching gears. Uh, he's the brains of the outfit. Um, he's the one that will pull me back down whenever I'm – thinking of these huge ideas yeah. and I want to do this and do that and he's like what's that going to cost right. <laughs> and I'm like oh I didn't think about that <laughs> and we're broke alright <laughs> we're not going to do that so uh, yeah. anyway he he's the business uh, and I'm the wrench yeah it so. works out well. It really does. Right, it does, and that comes across on camera too, doesn't it? And that's that's I the, you know. The, I mean, you've been doing it long enough now that like it, it's gone past the phase of we're taking a risk on you. Like people who come to you know exactly what they're going to get with you too, so they know that it's easy to just kind of you know. We hope that yeah. Write it into a yeah. story and that well, they know, you know they're going to get something your own show, et cetera. Yeah, they, they're not sure what it's going to be. <laughs> right, they know we'll talk. Right. right, they'll know that we'll do something unique whether it connects with them mm-hmm. or not. And that's about all they can risk, right? right. Like that, that's about it. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I think life is about compromise, figuring out what you can get, yeah. you know, make yourself a little, add a little joy to the project and then make sure that his art still speaks the language right. that was speaking to him. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Talk to me about well, the gonorrhea then. 
Okay. Let's talk about that. Because as a kid, I guess you probably saw that at the State Fair. Um, yes, the monorail. The monorail, monorail right? Um, I, I think that it all started at the State Fair of Oklahoma and opened in 1964. Okay. Um, I wrote it as yeah. a kid. Uh, I thought it's amazing. It's just it like they, they cut it off. They um, stopped it, right? You think that'd be great part for Oklahoma history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, it was a miserable ride. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, it worse riding it now than it was then? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it, yeah. The no idea. No seatbelts back then. The idea yeah. it was going to be the mass transportation for Oklahoma. That's right. right. 100%. They were going to put those everywhere. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right? Now yeah. we have the well, streetcar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, which in ten years that thing's going down to the strip. As soon as uh, you got in, yeah, right. The sun was shining. It was thirty degrees hotter in that. It's thing. like a glass a greenhouse. Yeah, right? a greenhouse. Yeah. Growing plants. Sure. There. That's right. <laughs> and it was miserable. Uh, yeah. you know the air conditioning didn't work very well. Um, it was, um, you know, the way that the doors worked, they really couldn't seal it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it rattled and banged and. Uh, there was there was a lot a lot of problems with it, you know. Uh, in order to fill all the seats, you had to climb over seats, yeah. you know, to get in. Um, but did you enjoy it, it? It looked cool. Oh, as a kid, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. you know? I think top speed was like maybe six miles an hour. Yeah. Um, uh, whenever it first started, and then uh, whenever we decided that we were going to build something. And uh, we were going to race another garage out of Texas called... uh, Gas Monkey. It was Gas Monkey. We were going to race Aaron called Misfits. The Misfit Garage. And uh, I just wanted something unusual, and that was on Craigslist. And uh, we went and got it. And we didn't have much money to work with. Um, So somebody is selling this Someone is selling... The caboose, <laughs> right? The very end of it. Because mm-hmm. all that stuff went to auction, yeah. which surprised me, you know, that they took down the Space Needle. Right. You know? uh, they took down the monorail, all the history mm-hmm. at the State Fair. Mm-hmm. I realized it was going to cost a lot of money to get the Space Needle up and mm-hmm. running. Uh-huh. But we wanted to try to get a GoFundMe page. Yeah. We could have easily raised enough money with all of the Oklahomans, yeah. you know, that would want to they see that. The people who have ridden that, like yeah. yourself as a kid. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we could have saved it. Put it in a park. You know? Yeah. You know, it's something. Uh, yeah, we like know. the blue whale of Katusa. <laughs> yeah. This is just right. We, we know yeah. that it costs a lot of money to take down. Right. You know, so we could have used part of that money with a GoFundMe page. Um, the monorail was miserable. No one wanted to ride it. Yeah. You know, uh, and then they left a section of it out there up uh, as a piece of history for the state fair. And then a storm came along, knocked it all down, and then they just chunked it all. Well, yeah. it was actually tragedy, right. too. That's right. There was a tragedy with uh, a truck not paying it. A oh, truck, oh, a truck right. driver trying okay. to go under the. Yes. And I think it. Yeah, I don't know the whole yeah. story, but he ended up not. Right. That's right. So, yeah. um, I think there was a liability there. So I can understand. Um, you know, it was just easier to make it go away, but yeah. we wanted to jump on board, you right. know, and try to save this stuff. So obviously, uh, whenever this, whenever this. Um, Monorail came up on Craigslist. Uh, I was all over it. Yeah, you know, we were going to make a race car out of this thing, um, and it turned out that uh, you know I was wanting. I thought that I wanted the engine, the front mm. part, right? But the only thing available was this caboose. Well, when you turn it around the other way, uh, you know we're 
left-hand steer, yeah. and the door was on the left-hand side, so it all worked out perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the caboose was lighter. It okay. was just an aluminum frame with some stainless steel, fiberglass. Uh, it was still pretty heavy because the thing wound up weighing 4,500 pounds, and that's pretty heavy for a yeah. race car. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, it almost killed us whenever we built that thing for the show. Um, there again, uh, my engine builder, uh, Mark Brown, out of Salina, Kansas, advanced engine machine, he built an LS motor for it that made... 1800 horsepower with a pro charger um and the thing is ridiculous um if you know every once in a while we'll get it out and we'll drive it around uh and it's a little since it's all-wheel drive um if you're not in the right spot um and you put it to the floor it'll change lanes on you yeah yeah pay attention you got to pay attention it's a powerful machine it is it's different was that Uh, the first one that was a bit out there then Kind of the first kind of of the creations that you've done that was a bit out, yes. well, out there. I, I, don't I mean, know. like a truck you put in, you know, like the farm that, that's truck. not generally a car to start uh, off. Yeah, with. okay, so it went farm truck, dung beetle, farmer. That's right. Right, which are all vehicles generally. This was vehicles. the first one that you like but, put yeah, wheels but, on, but, I guess. Okay, yeah, so the right? farm truck, um, you know, it, it's an unusual vehicle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because it looks like a piece of crap that needs to go to the salvage yard. And it it's fast, yeah. right? Uh, the dung beetle. Whenever we got that, we we kind of wanted to stick with the same concept. A sleeper. We yeah, were yeah, into yeah, the sleepers, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and it, it was a nice car. If you look at the dung beetle and oh, open the door, nice. the paint on the dash and inside <laughs> we the door is amazing. Yeah. Oh. Right. But we wanted to make it look like a sleeper, so right. we ruined the paint job on it. Made it fast. Uh, and then also people don't expect a Volkswagen no, uh, yeah. to be fast. Uh, same thing with the Farm Bird. Uh, it's a 1976 Trans Am yeah. with a Pontiac motor. Um, and we put a camper on the back of it. I mean, who does that? Right. You know? um, uh, and then the next one after that was the Gonorrhea, uh, which was by far the most unusual yeah. thing. Um, and when people see it when we're driving down the road, uh, it's either a, a shock look on their face or uh, a big smile. Yeah. Uh, but what gets me is the people that don't even notice. They're just, <laughs> they're just driving. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Just out of the car. That's right. But, yeah. you know, it's almost um, I learned from a, from a business perspective, it's not brandable. It's really? N- nobody know How do you describe it? How do you tell anybody oh, what it is? Right, yeah, you can't. Yeah. It has to be orange truck camper shell, farmer yeah, and an Asian. Yeah. It's so dung be a Volkswagen bug that's dirty right. and it goes fast. Farmbird's got a camper yeah. shell on the train. Gonorrhea. It, w- what is it? But it just meant something to Oklahoma generally, we right? We don't even that, know if that meant any. I which is kind of know, strange I, that it hasn't, I guess. I, I think that it means something to older Oklahomans. Maybe. So, you know, Maybe. It does. It means something, you know, um, to those people, yeah. So, but even the state fair didn't want it. You That's know, so weird. You would think we, hey, we'll drive it yeah. over there, right? Like, we right. stick, stick, stick it on a plinth. It's gonna stay free. There. Yeah, just take it, yeah. and uh, they don't want nothing to do with it. I Not even know. like the car show or anything. Nope, or nothing. DC Never got a request. So, Jeez. you know, um, I don't know. We we don't really understand it. Yeah, you know, uh, we thought that it would be great to. Um, have the the gonorrhea set up at the state fair let people check it out yeah and look at right. it um but it uh 
Hey, if you're listening, Scott Munns, give us a call. <laughs> Still available. It's not going anywhere. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, are there any like talking about TV shows and ideas that worked and failed, and and you know we loved and thought would work, and there's, I'm sure there's plenty of ideas that you were like, this is gonna kill it, and it just flopped. Are there any pilots and stuff that nobody knows about that never made it to air, or ideas that people came to you or you took to them that were like. You know, is there anything out there that people don't know anything about that you thought was going to be the next big thing? Well, I actually, the, the gonorrhea was one of them. Yeah. I really thought it was, and it, it taught me lessons. Yeah. Right? There was lessons to take away from that. That, that yeah. has to be relatable. There, there's a lot of re- relatability to the dung beetle because a lot of people rode around in them yeah. as kids. You know, There's a lot of people... Uh, their grandfather had a 1970 C10, right. you know, or their dad, uh, and nobody had a yeah, nobody had a 1964 gonorrhea. Oh, what is this? <laughs> Rookies, Sorry. I know, right? <laughs> so, what do you learn in ten years of production? <laughs> no, what, you, I don't know how a phone works. That's, uh, that's, right. that's a good question, though. But no, everything. Has been a guess. Okay. Really. Uh, We didn't, I I never hold expectations. I want to. I I want to have metrics and data and things. But but with what we do, um, I haven't been able to do it. So I've actually let that go. Okay. Right. It's a good question. And and I want to answer it, but I don't have it because I've not, I've not attacked, even with our show coming out now. Yeah. He'll he'll want to see, I don't care about ratings. We did it. Yeah. Right. It's like, um, what's next. Yeah. Right? What's next? Yeah. What's tomorrow? Right. Like, and so um, either it's good or it isn't. Either people yeah. like it or they won't. Uh, either we get paid or we won't. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. We did it. So about, I mean, going to what is next then, like the thing that I saw you guys driving today is like Americana, right? A big wings. Sure. What, I mean, Johnny what, Cash. Yeah. Like, and then you got this giant thing hanging out in front yeah, of it. Yeah, like, sure. Okay, it's, yeah. uh, it's, you know, it's not just a cruiser down the street with old music and style and class. Sure. This is going to blow the doors off as well. Yeah, that's right. Tell me about it. So that was, uh, we, we got an education from the Australians. Okay. That's right. They're doing burnouts and how they do them. And typically yeah, Americans. spinning, is it what they, they call spin it? Them. Is, that, is that what they call no, it, spinning? Uh, the skids. Skids, doing yeah. Skids. Like just burning yeah. out spinning. until. Spinning is more of a South African. That's thing. right. South right. African. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it's all the same. Um, yeah. But we learned that Americans never picked that up. Americans right. always thought that burnouts were intentionally made for drag racing or NASCAR bumping your nose up against the wall and smoking the tires. Right. Or just staying still and... We, we, America never adopted. Oh, you can do those, but but America doesn't like to adopt anything that isn't theirs. Sure. Right? Cricket? Yeah. No, no cricket. Cricket's uh, no, it's not here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, it's like uh, right. drifting. Football is one of them. Football. Yeah. Football. Football not right? rugby, uh, yeah. Drifting is too Japanese. Yeah. You know, even though it's hugely popular. Right? right. Like it's got a giant cult following here that nobody knows about. So it had to be drag racing. It had yeah. to have some relation, and it's just now picking up because there's some YouTube influencers that are adopting it, making it their own. Okay, yeah. And the younger generation is assuming he invented it or they invented yeah, it, and that's yeah. fine. Because that time period has peaked in value, Here and now it it's like, it's oh, we can do this now. That's yeah. right. So the perfect timing has allowed the younger generation to not know that if it isn't American, it don't matter. Right. And so a lot of influencers have taken on to this burnout thing. This car was built for that purpose as well. Yeah. And so, you know, 1963 Cadillac, big block, you know, blower yeah. sticking out of the hood is Austra- uh, an homage to okay. the Australians. Yeah. Um, and the big wing is just Americana. Um, yeah. And the rest is the uniqueness of his mind and the team. Yeah. 
I bet it's great to look back and like when you're a kid, you think oh, I'm gonna, you know, when you're drawing something as a kid and you put things and wings yeah. and like it's like that thing that scene in The Simpsons where like Homer designs a car, yeah, right? And yeah, it's like yeah. it's got a bubble top and it's amazing, <laughs> and then he designs another one and it sucks. Yeah, yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. It's just like that. You've basically figured out how to make a business out of designing wacky, wild ideas because there is a market for it. People I love guess it. So. Like, I mean, people probably would look at you guys and think. I want to do that. I want to spend a day with you guys. I want to do that all day. Yeah. But obviously they don't know all the they, hard work that goes on behind the right. scenes, yeah, right? They see a five-minute video for that, of you doing thought. great, cool stuff that's mm. not just, uh, you know, not just you know, well, clowning around all day. Yeah. And then there's a business mind behind everything that's right. too, right? And there Which was keeps a, it going. And there's integrations. that We did the Zamboni. That's right. The Zamborghini for the Vegas Golden Knights. The hockey team wanted us okay. to build something for so them. Ice yeah. resurfacer, uh, you know, the machine that goes out on the ice. Yeah, the slow yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they wanted us to make one of those a hot rod, and so we did. And it's the fastest Zamboni in the world. <laughs> That's right. You know, and so we did that episode air. Yeah. Uh, we hid inside the Zamboni, put a Hemi motor in it, built from a, a Modern Muscle Extreme. And, um, yeah, and, and, you know, to kind of fall back into what this podcast is about – we try to keep everything as local as possible. Yeah. We wrapped it with local vinyl. We, we the tent local, mm-hmm. right? Like the the wheels, we get it local. That the drive shafts are made local. Yeah. And so I know a lot of these things so, seem so extreme, but a lot of the components, the raw materials, come right here from Oklahoma, and we couldn't have it any other way because shipping has been an issue. Yeah, right. big issue, big issue. <laughs> yeah. So we've had to a lot of these vehicles that they're seeing air right now is, is Oklahoma built, and we're we're proud of that. Yeah. What's next? Like, well, I mean, what's, I mean, it sounds like you don't want to stop, yeah. right? I mean, what would you do if you stopped? You don't we, want to think about that. We don't know. That's yeah. a good question that we're, we're, we're asking ourselves a little bit. Um, mm. They could call us up at any minute and say, we, we're picking up the show again. It's still airing. Yeah. Right? We've still yet right. to see what the... Normally, um, they wait for the ratings to come in. Okay. Uh, whether they're going to offer you, us a second season, we don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and as hard as it was to do the first one and build eight things in yeah. that short amount of time, uh, we're not sure if we have the energy to do that again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to that capacity. Right. Because yeah. that was, So I guess that would help with, I mean, if it doesn't happen, then you have the other avenues of your social following, sure, sure, sure. the branding to sure. keep, like, the fans happy. That's sure. Right. You know, because sure. like, like you just said, I mean, you said earlier, this right. wouldn't be possible without everyone following and fans mm-hmm. and buying merch and following, right. you know, like everything's great but you need an audience and thankfully over the time you've been smart about it how to build mm-hmm. and curate an audience well, you know i assume you're not going to stop doing youtube videos right even right. though that I'm might trying. be not you know you might not be posting two or three a week you might do just one a week or one every right. week but it's kind of neat to kind of follow the last 10 years to see that you guys have kind of positioned yourselves in a way every year that if the show were to stop we've still got something to do we also want to do events yeah. uh, we know that the fans are would want to come out and see uh, the builds that we just did for the Farm Truck and Asian show. Um, and, you know, we'd travel, uh, you know, to different tracks and mm-hmm. uh, venues. And uh, yeah. so we have lots of avenues to go down. Where haven't you been to that you want to go to? Places mm. like car cultures to see around the world and, and stuff like that. I know, obviously, you mentioned you've been to Australia. But I, sure. I would like to... Uh, I think Wales. <laughs> sit, sit, sit in a forest in Wales and watch some guy go sideways past you at 150 mile an hour and then wait for the next guy to come past. Yeah. Yeah. We know it's freezing this, cold. We you know, know what they call those people? They call those people the bobble hat crew. Because they wear bobble hats and beanies because oh, really? okay. it's so cold. Yeah. Well, we know this YouTube influencer 
that does a podcast and he's from there. Yeah. yeah. We think he's a very there. interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll happily take your eye. <laughs> you know, you know something crazy like Dubai. Yeah. Right? Like bring Crazy a hot rod to Dubai. Yeah, the sand, sure. sand buggy oh stuff God. that they have, right? They all have huge motors in them. Those perfect roads for miles yeah. and nobody's driving on with no curbs. It's yeah. like, God, you could just yeah. rather rip it all the way down. It, I don't know, something crazy like that. I don't know, the Great Wall of China. Now, we've been yeah. uh, to a lot of different places. Yeah. Uh, and we get invites all the time. We actually got an invite to go to Dubai, uh, but we've been pretty busy filming the show and it's hard to get away yeah but, so. but anywhere crazy that we could do what we do um visiting's fun okay we well do. we yeah. could settle for wales couldn't we, we could, could settle, settle for wales <laughs> <laughs> you need to take the weather here with you because it's not you can't do anything no? in the rain okay well i, I can mean, figure that out. you can do burnouts in the rain but that's not fun it's not gonna produce any smoke okay so i mean the, the good thing about it though is like cars brings people together doesn't it like you've got cultures all over the world you that you know when you go there even if your culture is different, you can resonate. You know, like right. the Australians have the the mad burnout stuff, That's but right. they've also got um, you know, like the the Ford Holden thing, right? Sure Which is do. like, That's right. sure I mean, it's like Oklahoma, Texas, like it's yeah. a big yeah. deal. Um, and then you know, you go to like I said, Japan drifting, and Dubai right. is just, I mean, dripping in money, and you've got any know, you know, sand right. buggies and dr- drag stuff, but it's. The beauty of it, and that's why I love like just cars and talking about cars, is just it brings people together and brings people together that generally you probably wouldn't see. You know, you got someone even if you go to coffee and cars here, you got someone that's got a million dollar McLaren sure next to a you know next to a guy who's who's got a, a truck that's been in his family from day one, yes. and he's rebuilt it four times and. Yes. It's so unique, and that's the great thing about it. And they can um, share the emotional Exactly, attachment. yeah, and that's super you know, cool. We always say um, it's the cars that bring us together, and it's the people that keep us together. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and somehow he's managed to keep you around. It's probably the other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, finishing up, thanks. I know we're getting a bit long. I know you guys like are super it. busy. Um, what's one thing that I guess you wish people would ask you? So, I mean, you've been doing a show. You've probably been into it a ton of times. What are stuff like you can get into? You like, I wish I want to talk about this. I wish people would I ask me about one thing. That you wouldn't ask us that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, no, you have very good questions. Yeah, you do actually. Way. That's a very good question. I wish people would ask what, how to do this. Mm-hmm. If they want an inkling of how to do this, branding, uh, put themselves in front of the camera, yeah. uh, how to get their start. I wish people would ask more on how to do it. Uh, people want to say, how'd you get that thing, man? Right. How'd you get that job? Right? Like, they don't want, they're not asking for themselves. No. I think so many people could improve themselves by removing these inefficiencies that prevent themselves from getting there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's all it is. And, man, I'd, be, I'd love to tell someone how we did it. And maybe they can knock something loose. Right. Um, but nobody can. It isn't that they don't ask. They don't care. Gotcha. I don't care, yeah. and and they would if they cared they'd ask because they'd be frothing to find someone to tell right. them how to do this better, but they don't, and so I guess the in- inquisition is lacking, and I really wish to see that sparkle in someone else's eye. Whatever you want to do, man, go ask someone who's already doing it. Yeah, go ask them yeah. all the questions, annoy them till they kick you out of their house. No one does that anymore. Yeah. Right. And that was me as a kid. I asked too many questions. Right. right. And he too. Annoying. We're annoying. Yeah. And uh, but we wanted to know how to. Work. No, I don't see that if anymore. If somebody came up and asked all those questions, we'd give them a job. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't want a job. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What, what? How about you? What do you wish someone would? Um. I, I've never been asked that. Question. I don't know. Um. 
you know, I get sick of talking about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like to talk about other people. And, you know, whenever I meet fans, yeah, um, you know, I, I'd rather talk about them uh, than me. Yeah. So was it like when, when, when people started being fans and coming up to you, did it make you feel uncomfortable at first? Oh my God. Yeah. Why, why are you yeah. clambering over me? Why do you want to, like, right. why do you want me to yeah. sign something? Like for me, it's never left. Right. Yeah. Like I still, uh, struggle with it because it's a, it's an intense feeling of embarrassment and right. I don't, I can't explain it. Right. Yeah. Like it just feels embarrassing. Again, I can't explain it. So, but that's how I feel. Yeah. And I've, I've struggled to get over that. Um, no hate on them, nothing at all. But when someone comes just up a, to me. Yeah, it's just a, a feeling that you're immediate. not used to, right? It's immediate. I mean, it's, right. it's never gone away. Yeah. And so I immediately feel extremely embarrassed. Have you been on the other side of that and met through this the last mm-hmm. 10 years, met someone who's like you looked up to, like they might be a race car driver or yeah. someone that you're like, Mine oh, was I can't like, even uh, speak. Cause Dana like, White was the one that I was like, yeah. oh, God, God, I mean, UFC then, Dana White? Yeah, I didn't yeah. really ask to, to meet yeah. him. They, they let us, so I just let it happen. Where was that? We were actually at a tough filming. We were yeah. At a tough yeah, filming. it was in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, it was in Vegas. And we were just looking. Uh, I That's called right. my buddy up, Scrape, Skyscrape. He owned the company Tap Out okay. at the time. And Is he uh, tall by any chance? He's giant. Okay. Right? Like, he's giant. <laughs> good yeah. giant. Super good dude. And he yeah. made some connections, got us. He said, oh, you guys can have a tour. And we were touring the, the facility there at the time, the yeah. original. And he was like, hey. Uh, you know, they're filming. Do you want to do that too? And we weren't supposed to be there, yeah. right? And so we were all in there, and he brought his dog, and she's barking while they're filming. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, sitting next to us is Dana White, the owner of Pilgrim Studios, the executive producer of Tough, uh, and then all the other brilliant workers. Like, okay, we don't belong here. And at the, they, the, the show was over, and then Dana invited us in the back. I, I kind of threw a couple questions at him. He yeah. answered them gracefully, and they shuffled him out of the room. For me, that was a big moment because yeah. he took the time to, to, to listen and then answer some questions. And, um, you know, he was what it was, stick by the people, stick by your original people. I was like, hey, what would you tell? That's a, what he said. Yeah, a, stick with your people. Yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, what would you tell yeah. a fighter if you, could, if you could tell him something and he would listen and apply it? And he was like, stick to the people that originally. And then he said, um, he said, uh, take risk on the opportunity that you see. He said, a lot of things in front of you will present itself as fear or as embarrassment. He says, those are opportunities. And he says, jump on every single one of those that you possibly can uh, because they're disguised as what you don't want to do. And uh, he he said that, and to me, that was good advice. That's a great lesson. And so every time I I feel that that inkling of, oh, we don't need it, go. Do it. Go hard. And then... The other advice was uh, stop asking so many questions. Stop asking <laughs> questions. Get out of my Security. office. <laughs> Dana White, thank you it. very much. Yeah. 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 So that but, was my moment. No, uh, we had a good conversation with them. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it was good to sit down a minute and have that conversation mm-hmm. with them. Did you have any moment, any any people that have come across the, the fandom? or I mean, you might even get Instagram messages from people the who are celebs Hill? that are friends, that are just are fans or whatever. Um. Well, I don't do any social media. Okay. I really don't even so you know haven't met anyone that was just like an idol of yours. And um, like, wow, like this is something well, um, I didn't expect to meet because we, of the situation we, we've been we in. did this uh, oil and gas show. Um, I played a little bit of pool, um, and I was really never good at it, mm-hmm. uh, or as good as I wanted to the be. The words of a true pool shark. <laughs> true that, yeah. 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 Um, uh, but Jeanette Lee was there. Uh, another company had hired her mm-hmm. just to be play, okay. play pool. Yeah. Um, anyway, and um, I got to play her a game of pool, and uh, she 
Do it. Annihilated me. <laughs> <laughs> Far uh, for good enough at first, though, for her to be like, okay, I got to okay. try. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, but it was a good time. Uh, you know, there was a lot of jokes. It kind of uh, broke up the seriousness, you know, because Asian brought his humor and jokes into it, and yeah. we were just goofing around. Right. And it was actual real experience, not just was. something that was right. awkward and kind of fat. That's right. And the That's crown right. drew, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. most guys went in there with their ego. We're watching right. those guys yeah. go in there with their ego, thinking, and he went in there just trying to play, right. and then I'm in there barking, right? right. Like, you ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it was, yeah. it was a good time. Uh, the Black Widow. Yeah. Um, she uh, is phenomenal pool player. Um, I'd play you in pool. Oh, nice. I'll play. I'll play. I, I'm no count at the it. Sneaky, the, so the thing, I'll give, I'll give you a lesson going forward. Never play someone from the UK in pool. Oh. If the, and, and the only qualifying question you can ask them is, so not everyone's good at from the UK at pool, but ask them if they played snooker growing up. Well, if they played snooker growing up, they'll, they're very good at pool because the pool, pool table and snooker table pockets are much tighter back home, whereas the pool table pockets here are like buckets. I, I've played snooker. So they'll run the table. I've played yeah. in England. Yeah. And uh, I've gotten my ass kicked mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Um, but we'll try for a thousand bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, it, it's it's like a long alleyway, the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're in America, they're five gallon buckets. Yeah. So I enjoy playing pool out here. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't very good back home, but I'm much better. I'll plug these and bring in the pool table. It's like roll it in. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. That's the next YouTube video for sure. Um, last question then. Obviously, people know you for cars, know you for crazy you know, creations and the YouTube and the social media and the TV show and all of the good stuff over the last 10 years. I mean, outside of all this stuff, like, what are you what are you interested in outside of this stuff? What do you do for fun? Like, do you just sit and read or listen to music? Like, what what do you do to just kind of like, because you do this all the time and you've right. done it for so long. You know I mean, what? Do you go back to wood carving and doing handyman stuff? Like, what? We know that um, this will not last forever. Right. You know, um, all the best TV shows that they've come and gone. Yeah. You know, um, and we know it'll end, but right now... Uh, we just want to keep working and keep giving it everything we got. Uh, there'll be time to rest. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there'll be time to, you know, sit by the fireplace and read yeah. or listen to music or whatever people want to do. Uh, that doesn't do much for us. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. We'll be we'll be racing somewhere. That's for sure. Whenever yeah. all this is over, we'll keep doing it till we till, till we've gotten exhausted. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but we, we do have our own. You know, he likes to cruise around in the boat. You like to do some boating and sure. stuff like that, right? Um, there's simple hobbies. I mean, I think that in life you have to separate your your sexy from your boring. Sure, yeah, And sometimes yeah. you, you got to have sexy, a good way to get away from it. You do, it. right? Yeah. And so you have either have a sexy job or a sexy hobby, vice versa, mm-hmm. and, and then that way it doesn't. But I think that we're probably a little more introverted than most, yeah. right? And so... Um, for, for us, it's just doing car stuff with our friends. Um, for me, I like, he knows this, I, I like starting little businesses. I like yeah. finding ways uh-huh. to innovate a, an idea or a little product and see if it takes off, right? Um, so what we're doing just on a smaller scale is actually more fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah, you can go do a burnout in front of a, a crowd of 40,000 or you can race and crowd. But the real joy those are great memories yeah. and, and awesome experiences. But the real joy comes from just doing stuff with the people you care about. 
right? Yeah. And so that's right. Which is a good thing you guys get to do that a lot. Yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. We figured that out. Which, yeah. You know, a lot of people wish they could do the same thing yeah, too. Yeah. That's that's um, pure joy. Yeah. Out there, you have regrets. Oh, I, I, sl- I slipped. I fell. I you have all these problems. But when you're just with your team. There's no problems. There's no judgment. Yeah. It's just what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. And that's, I think that's what we're all trying to achieve. You know, when guys want to work a job for 50 years and retire, what mm-hmm. they, want to, they want to do nothing, right? Yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. do less of what they were just doing. And so yeah. I think you, you go through this story arc of, of amazing and then you want to bring it back down and just have the depreciating terms of what returns of what you really want to do. Right. Maybe. So a great way to put it. Um, I kind of want to. I want to ask you one more question. Please. What are you googling right now? What am I googling? Yeah. What, what's what are you researching? What are you interested in? That's just like the next thing. What's to Google? Do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, electric. Uh, so for me, it's it's where the car industry is going. Okay. Right. So I'm studying where the car industry because no one's talking about it. Right. And I as have, far as just electric and general stuff, or just car like yeah everything. Yeah. For for me, it's it's. Everything, yeah. Everything. I have a not not to the point where you're. I'm trying to figure out if we're going to war. Uh, nothing like that. Just or stay in my land industry with the with the cars. But that in itself tells us a bigger story, yeah, right? Because yeah, the economy yeah. is involved in this and that and the other. So for me, it's just trying to understand where and why we're going this direction and how it's going to affect us and the rest of the world. Sure. Um, like a lot of people don't know that four racetracks have closed in the past three months, and Amazon has bought all of them. Really. Why? Why is We're, that? Like across the country? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so why is Amazon buying drag strips? Mm-hmm. Why is it drag? And I'm sure they're buying other pieces of land. Again, you can delve and, and fall But it's into, available land. That's But it's available yeah. land. I don't know, right? And then there's... And I guess cheap land compared to just normal land, sure. if that makes sense. Yeah, but like the thing is... Like buy a racetrack or a drag strip. There's things on that property where a drag strip is that have to be removed. Yeah. And you see it all the time. There's open fields, you Everywhere, know, right yeah. across the street, but they're buying Interesting. Yeah. the drag strip. You know, California just outlawed all single piston engines. Why did they do that? Yeah. Right? Like, that's another, I don't know. I don't know why, right? I'm researching. So to, yeah. to answer your question, I'm researching um, why these these EPA changes are, are happening yeah. so quickly. I get it. It's like, hey, guys, oh, we just noticed single piston engines produce more pollution than cows. Okay. We need to make that change. Yeah. But they're trying to change everything all at once very quickly with an influx of money. Um, EV by 2025 is going to be more than half of the vehicles on the road. Right. Right. Um, why? I'm, I'm just curious. Um, and then. And, you know, what's going to happen to petrol, what's going to happen to the oil and gas industry. Um, okay. These are, Oklahoma's involved in that. Huge issue. It's a huge issue that yeah. nobody's talking about. Um, everybody's just worried about themselves and the cost of gas. Whereas yeah. there's a bigger picture that's happening that we should maybe understand or we can live on with our lives. But you ask me what I'm Googling. Until it's too that, late. That's, yeah. what I'm that's really interesting. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Just scroll Craigslist every night, see what the next idea is. Well, I don't know yeah. how to get on Craigslist. That's his TikTok. That's I don't his, know how to get on Craigslist. Yeah. And luckily, do they, do they print out Craigslist? <laughs> <laughs> the timing of that, a guy sent it to me. Okay. Right? I say yeah. I found it on Craigslist, yeah. but a buddy of mine yeah. found it That's and right. sent it a to screenshot. me. Yeah. It was yeah. perfect timing. Perfect yeah. timing. You know? <laughs> so just the universe aligning. He finds stuff. Yeah, through S- luck. Stuff finds me. It, People whatever. know now. People <laughs> know that, like, if they see something strange, they, do. they know who to send. They That's do. right. A dinosaur yeah. or, yeah. you know, whatever. They send but, it to him. Yeah. But. Not thinking about anything like the rest of the world. <laughs> He's doing. He's yeah. doing. Okay. I'm I'm trying to, in my own head, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. fix 
the world's pro- I'm doing nothing. I'm doing right. nothing. But the, yeah, right. You <laughs> do the creative he stuff. Wor- he works more than it. all of us put together. <laughs> yeah. No, so. well, I mean, gents, I appreciate it. This has been yeah. awesome. Uh, Wait a some second. great stories. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I know you got one more question in you. I got a lot. Just You got one I, more. Um, right. All right. I'm going to ask you something really philosophical. Okay. Uh, let me find it real quick. It's in my notes. And I, to, I'll be honest with you. I take don't your time. Pick out take, a good one. I don't take notes to podcasts um, for the most part because it's not authentic. But for this one, I'm like, you guys have done a lot. It's going to need some notes. Awesome. Um, so where is it? Um, I asked you that one. Um, now, if you ask us one that you've already asked, I know. that'll be easy to answer. Yeah, I'll put, answer it differently. <laughs> <laughs> asked you that one, asked you that one, done that one. Let's see. The problem is I didn't ask them in order, so I don't know. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Uh, done that one. Da, da, da. Uh, let's see. All right. If you've got one car, one road. For whenever you could just put yourself if you're dreaming and you're driving one car down the best road in the world where you've ever been what is the car where's the road wow um and that's not the one I was trying to ask you but that's the one that came in so I'll look for the other one okay <laughs> well um I would have to say um the road could be anywhere. Okay. It could be in Oklahoma. That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. And if it was a nice straight road I'd take the farm truck uh-huh. any day of the week. Okay. And I'd take my Nova. Yeah. That's I right. would. I would. Yeah. It's funny. Um, he was driving his Nova. I was driving the farm truck on Route 66. And that's where we met. Yeah. yeah. So it all kind of goes back to the baseline. But right. it's, it's uh, his farm truck, he's had it forever. And my car was is a longer story. But it's it, it was sold, yeah. came back. Got fully yeah. restored, made dreams come true, mm-hmm. right? Changed my life. Um, and so I can't say that we haven't, I have, I, my life is fully fulfilled. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in my yeah. life that I'm looking forward to that I haven't done yet, straight up. That, yeah. That's the truth. I could die today and I hope everyone figures out my shit, yeah. you know, and deals with it, right? Yeah. Uh, there, I have nothing in my life that I need to do, straight up. That's, that's, awesome. that's, that's the truth. It's a good idea. Yeah. It's time to go drive down that road. Yeah. Down yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good. A lot of people have things that are unfulfilled, and that's that's a good one. You know, hey, yeah. it could be a it could be a Lamborghini, it could be anything like that. I think that they're, they're closer to that dream than they realize. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They really are. And the good thing is, back to asking questions, you can either ask questions to figure it out, or you can ask questions to find out someone who owns one and ask you if you can go for a you ride. You can get there really right. quickly, can't you, by exactly. asking questions? Yeah. We're just one degree of separation from reaching our dreams, right. but nobody will ask questions. Yeah. Everyone thinks, I'll figure it out on my own, or I think I know the answers, or um, or I'm just, their ego's too big, right? right? Um, and I think, man, we are all just one question away from being successful. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. That's... The uh, the question I did find that I was going to ask you that was the philosophical one, which that, those answers are pretty no, wait. up there. This is um, two. I only is, asked for one. Yeah. You'll like this one. Though. <laughs> yeah. This one's going to be a great finisher. Um, okay. Looking back on everything, when were you the most happiest? Looking back on everything, when were you the most happiest? Well, we don't have time to think about being happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, gotta do what's next. Right. No. Huh. I think after the first season. 
If you're talking about a micro moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were proud of what we did right. after the first. Well, we're proud of everything that we've done, whether people like it or not, uh, because there was a lot of effort and sweat put into everything that we've done. Um, but we were especially proud of the first season. Uh, you know, here we are, a couple of turd kickers from Oklahoma. Um, Hollywood comes out. Um, they have some ideas that they want us to do. And we told them, no, we don't want to do that. We have our own ideas. Uh, and they went with it. And we were proud that yeah. uh, Hollywood thought that we had good ideas. We were really proud. Know? And then, you know, now you got to replicate it, right. right? So I always tell people, how many times do you need to do something until you say you did it? Because yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, well, i got to do it again. No, you don't. You did yeah, it. You had the same it, right. story. And so we did it the first time. We knocked it out. It was it was hell week for us. Mm-hmm. And um, we we got it done. And we said we, we filmed some television. Yeah. We are on top of the world for once. You know, the show hit number one. Felt really good. Yeah. After that, everything else is just a, a copy of that, gotcha. right? And it's great. Yeah. You, you absorb it. You mm-hmm. take it with you. Um, but for me, that's that was the most joy is knowing that I did something with my friends. We accomplished it. We were successful, and we had a story to tell. That's so right. That was it. Yeah. Great way to finish, gents. It's been an absolute pleasure. Like, Thank you. I have an hour and twenty minutes of your time, and I, I mean. When I said to Lou two years ago when we recorded this, like I didn't expect to get this much. So I really appreciate it. And it's been worth waiting for. And hopefully we'll get to do this again whenever awesome. you guys want. Yeah, let's do it. We'd love to watch so, you grow, yeah. man. Thanks, man. I appreciate awesome. it. Thanks for um, your contribution to Oklahoma. Yeah, someone's got to do it, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's right. Uh, for everyone listening, I'll post uh, all the links to the social medias of the guys. And you can check them out if you haven't heard of them or never seen them do the stuff that they do. Um, if you just want to see who they are, just Google the Asian nitrous chip video. <laughs> and that'll give you a perfect example of who these two gentlemen are. Don't what they do. Do. <laughs> do not but, look at uh, that. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. See you.